deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin Leary. And people, I'm, I'm fired up. Have you ever heard me fired up before? Yes. You, you guys, we rarely have breaking news on this podcast, but this has been a chock full week. I mean, I have a couple of things. I'm just going to say them out loud and we'll go through them out one at a time. We honestly can't cover all of this because it's a lot. I have Taylor and Joe's breakup at the top of my mind. Okay. Two words. Two words. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Does anyone have anything interesting to say about that relationship? No. Moving on. Wait, are you serious? I feel like Dead you out of serious. all people would have things to say about this breakup. What do I have to say? The relationship seems fake. Nothing's interesting about it. Bye. I don't care. That is honestly the most worrying thing you've said in a while. Why? Um, what do you have I, to say? What's interesting? Name what's interesting about it. List it. Okay. What I think is interesting. First of all, I want to say that we are starting off an aggressive footing. Yeah, I said I'm fired up. I, you're looking at a girl who listened to Howie Mandel does stuff for the first time. And I had to I had to listen to Howie Mandel's voice. Yes, Tom Sandoval has been putting us all in really tough predicaments lately. Um, one being that I have to root for Shayna for pushing Rachel Levis. Another situation I did not like was that I would have to watch footage of Howie Mandel because that was the interview show that Sandoval decided to go on. But to go back to Joe and Taylor, I have a few things to say. One of which is siblings are dating. Those two looked like cousins at the at the family funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Cousins at the family funeral. Um, They look like an evil brother and sister that Johnny Tsunami competes against when he moves from surfing to the mountain. I love that movie. I know it's good. We should watch it later. So Joe and Taylor, besides the fact that they look like siblings, I don't, what I'll say about Taylor, don't dox me, don't come after me. And I've said this about other people too. I think it's interesting when people have a type. She's clearly likes British actors or DJs as in Calvin Harris. Um, I was listening to a little bit of her Midnight's album and, you know, for instance, Midnight Rain, um, Bejeweled, there's a lot about a man who really wants to get married or settle down or just make her a bride. And it seems like the narrative was that that was Joe. Um, But I also think that Joe wasn't successful enough to be comfortable dating Taylor Swift. Okay. Tom Hiddleston loves the limelight. You could see that guy completely eating that up. I don't think. Do me a favor, though. Do me a favor and convince me that Taylor Swift would not give anything to walk down an aisle. I in agree what with world you. is she like I agree with marriage, you. Joe? 
Joe, I'm just not that type of girl. I'm just not conventional like no, that. No, she definitely really? wants a princess gown. She wants really? a princess gown. Mrs. Christmas Tree Farm, you're not that type of girl? Mrs. That Christmas Tree true, Farm. But I don't know. But I, then, then the message is confused. But I was being convinced by a listener of the pod, Kristen Noyes, that Lavender Haze is all about her being in between red, the color that she associates with love, and blue, the color of sad in America. I get that. And that she wanted to stay in this lavender haze with him. Mia, um, Mia is Taylor's friend. She's like, okay, so listen, like, you know, I think red means love. And because of like heart blue, and blue means, means sad. sad because so of, like, lavender tears. haze. And I go, okay, I get that. I get that. <laughs> okay. And what else? <laughs> you would be the best person for her to talk to right now. Because you'd be like, Joe, who gives a shit? Who even is that guy? Boring. <laughs> Call me when you have a boyfriend who's done any of the following compete in a reality show, uh, be a part of a scam and lie to you about it. Um, buy a house without telling you, Oh, you know, those are the types of problems I need. Yeah. These are all good songs. Potentially stop speaking to you when you move in with them oh, to the point yeah. where eventually you just say like, okay, so I guess I'm going to be moving out. <laughs> Bowing so, out, I guess Taylor, <laughs> you what Joe Alwyn from The Favorite wants to marry you? Call me when you got real problems, bitch. I have to openly talk shit about someone annoying on this podcast. Who? I, um, <laughs> you, the only other person on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, I worded that wrong. I have to talk shit about someone. I saw someone. Excuse me. I need to talk shit about someone. <laughs> They're on this podcast. They're, romance. This They're one of the co-hosts. <laughs> They're in the Zoom window They're in right the now. Zoom right now. So I hope they don't hear me. Um, I do have to say that there is a certain person that we both have expressed annoyance with who her bio on her Instagram says feminist who loves men. Oh, that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like laughing. So I was like feminist who loves men implying that like, yeah, I'm not just like a feminist. I'm actually a feminist. who doesn't want to castrate all men. So I'm also a guy's girl. Now, trust me. I'm very guilty of like the sway. Like someone was telling me that that M. Rada, Emily Radikowski got like backlash on her podcast because I guess when she interviews someone, she like sways to whatever they're saying. And I was like, I can't say that that wouldn't be that me. Is, like, uh, yeah, I always say I that. Agree. Like, if I, if I, I would for myself, like I, I have um, I don't have enough core strength to not give <laughs> literally in to, or figuratively <laughs> literally or figuratively to not give in to fight or flight survival mode every single time i'm in a social situation like when i'm socializing it's like all right who's the strongest who's the weakest who do i need to stand near you know what i mean because i don't just have like that air of confidence about myself that being said i don't this is what's the problem with someone who puts feminist who loves men we can tell from your posts that you love male attention please don't turn it into activism, please. Please don't try to act like that's <laughs> activism. Especially oh my God. when you're texting people's boyfriends, you're flirting with yep. people's boyfriends. Yep. Just please. But you know what? Where do, What does my please mean in this world? Nothing. How about that? <laughs> what am I going to get for that? Nothing. To quote Katie Maloney in the sneak preview for this week's episode, I talked to both of them. Tears in my eyes. I say, please don't do this. <laughs> And nothing. I say, Please don't do this. And nothing. I talked to both of them. Tears in my eyes. I'm going to start saying that because it's just like, yeah, I'm always on the verge of tears regardless. And nothing. And by the way, I got. OK, first of all, I feel like the Lexapro is kicking back in as we speak. I'm feeling energized. Um, it might be rage. It might be Lexapro. The Lexapro's hitting. The Lexapro's the hitting, Lexapro's you guys. hitting or the intense, absolute blood boiling rage as a result of Howie Mandel and Tom Sandoval. But I got shat on by a bird today. Oh, that's good luck, though, ain't it? Yes. The last time it happened, I got a job that day. So I'm saying, listen, universe, you don't like me talking shit about feminists on the Internet. You don't like me saying, fuck this person. She's not just a feminist. She's a feminist who likes men. If you don't like these things, universe, then throw me a friggin bone and maybe I'll be happy and then I won't talk shit and I won't do damage. Like, okay, you want me to be a good person? That's I'm not kidding. Exactly how I've been feeling lately. I have been under a depression that is almost comical. Like I'm, I'm so close to laughing at my depression, and I know that depression recently has been your thing. So I do feel a little guilty, but like listen, kind of making it my thing, right? I, it's now. been months. I need to get over That's it at this thing. point. I need to borrow that shirt take after it, a while. You know, you've been wearing it. it every day. 
Take it. So to sort of wrap the depression scarf around myself, I have, you know, also uh, been feeling blue, aka sad, like Taylor, uh, you know, on a table. But no red. Yeah. Lavender minus the red. <laughs> and I've been feeling so depressed. And I just realized, I was like, I just need a thing. I yeah. need a win. I need a something. Like life just feels so hard right now. I don't really know why. And I'm nearly embarrassed to say this on a podcast. And it's just one of those things where every little thing feels impossible to do, which I recognize as depression. Yes. And I know I'm going to get through it. I'm going to talk to my psychiatrist. We're going to probably do a little do do little, you know, fill her up. My point is. You'll be okay. But let me tell you that the thing is not going to fix it, you know? Yeah, I guess not. But I don't know. But it's like bad. I know. It's like I'm sorry. No, I mean, if anything, I'm just I have a newfound sympathy for what you have been going through depression wise, because I feel like it's so easy to think of depression when you're not in it as a like muscle through it, you know? And like, especially if someone's been through it before you want to be like, okay, but you like have to get out of it and like go live your life and feeling it again. I'm like, I literally was typing something today, trying to only use one hand and I was like, I guess I can use my other hand to help. Like, I, I don't have to do the absolute minimal work here. Yeah, I know. It's like you barely even have the energy to reach for another handful of chips type of thing. When you get into bed and you realize you need a phone charger and you're like, I... My phone's going to die tonight. Yeah, Somebody, exactly. Somebody's dying tonight and it's my phone. <laughs> and it's my phone. Because I will be scrolling on that until the second it dies and then I close my eyes and fall asleep. But I, I think I just wanted to say that because your um, Luxpro is hitting and I'm, I'm happy for you. Listen, I'm just going back to Old Faithful. I've tried all these new old doodads. Faith- the Old Faithful. I'm going back to the old Lexi. She did me good in the past. I'm also doing Buspar, which I don't know what that's going to do, but we'll see. Throw it. Sure does. Throw, throw it in. Go on and throw it Get in. Get in here. I want you. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Well, I'm really curious to hear more about the Tom Sandoval appearance. Oh, God. Because I've only heard clips here, clips there. I'll say that Lala, even though her black scent that she uses sometimes is upsetting, she also is someone who I believe is wise with words. For instance, TMZ. First of all, I love that every cast member of VPR talks to TMZ when they stop them on the street. There's no like, ew. They're like, hi, yeah, things have been hard lately. I know. It's like their therapist. It really is. They're like, hey, checking in. So like this week's been tough. 
in the Someone group. Someone posted a picture of Raquel um, where she's wearing like her hoodie and her glasses and a picture of Gypsy Rose played by Joey King. And oh, it looks so God. similar. But um, they're talking to Lala and they're like, what do you think they're doing, Raquel and Tom? She's like, I don't know what bottom feeders do. I'm an apex predator, bitch. And I was like, yeah, okay, I... I listen, I like Lauren from Utah. I like her at her core. She's a good person. But when she's doing the show of it all, it's tough. Like when she's like trying to relate to James and she's like, listen, you know, you need to like reel it in. And like a human being is a human being when she's crying with Brock. Like I love Lauren. But when she's being Lala with like the this bitch is in six inch heels trying to tell me that I'm a bimbo. It's like, okay, sometimes it's a I don't know. Polite. I still love her though. I still no, love, I love her. her too. I, love her too. I, I, I didn't say I didn't love her. I genuinely believe she's a good person. She is. She is. Tom Schwartz made an appearance on watch what happens live, which was oh my God. chaotic from the start. Oh the first my God. thing he does is he's wearing wrist weights and he's holding his hands up to his ears saying that sometimes I've been told that I touch my face when I'm talking. So I put wrist weights on and it's like, who told you that who, who, no, not who told you this was going to be funny. Is anyone with you right now that was going yeah. to stop you before you got on camera? And then basically just gives a bunch of conflicting information about when Raquel and Tom started their affair, his feelings about Raquel. It was all just such a mess. And it, it reminded me why I've had trouble sometimes with male friendships that if they were connected to a boyfriend was that like, wait, I thought I was your friend too. Like he had Ariana in his bridal party. She wasn't going to be a bridesmaid. So he made her a groomsman, which would have been so triggering to me if I were Katie. But, you know, that was like low on their list of all of their relationship problems. And you're not going to even be like, I'm horrified for my friend. She's going to survive this. She's going to do great. You literally end the appearance by saying, give Tom Sandoval a hug if you see him. He's down. But I'm sorry, I, I'm saying this all just to catch up our listeners a little bit, but I want to hear what you gathered about the situation from the podcast interview. There were a lot of difficult things about being a young woman working in late night comedy television in the early mid Excited to see how this gets back on track. Continue. And I know where you think I'm going with this, but where I'm actually going with it is male boomer humor is so mm-hmm. unbearable and it's the, the type oh, okay. of an, an example, I, I, I forgot that it was on howie mandel <laughs> and an example would be i'm wearing ripped jeans again it, it's 2012 maybe i'm wearing ripped jeans would you buy them like that would you would you fall on your way here would you nightmare would you nightmare. get hit by a bike on your way here and being like mm-hmm, ha ha nope ha-ha, i bought yeah. them like that how much you pay for you pay for them like that how much you pay for that it's like that kind of conversation, that kind of conversation takes years off my life. That it's kind of conversation gives people cancer. They've given me cancer. And I don't know who Howie Mandel is. Like, he keeps talking about... I always think he's a magician, and I'm not who just is saying he? that. Like, I feel like he's, like, the host of, like, America's Got Talent or something. But because he keeps talking about I'm in the reality world. And I'm like, who are you? But you get on the podcast. I guess the premise of the podcast is he hosts it with his daughter. So already I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> I'm going to hate this so much. Like, I knew it. And then Tom comes on. Tom's voice is immediately. So so Howie, of course, sets it up as if as if this is novel or interesting. He's like, OK, <laughs> I have never seen Vanderpump Rules. I don't know. OK, I do not watch the show. I know nothing about this. It's like, congratulations, Howie. And then Jacqueline, his daughter, is like, I know, dad, dad, I know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything about it. And Jacqueline, by the way, yes, we're anti-feminists who love men, but we're also anti-you helping men, (laughs) which is her not standing up to Sandoval at all. She's not an ally. She's not an ally or a nemesis. She's the silence of our friends. Yes. So they, she's (laughs) she is complicit. She's silent. And that's violent. Okay, she's violent. So Tom Sandoval comes on and basically his tone is a sigh of victimhood. His tone is like, hey, guys. Yeah. Like his tone is what Schwartz described. Like, yeah, I'm going to need a hug. Yeah. Like I'm not doing well. But the first thing 
like how he's trying to like boost him up. This is a this is a puff piece. So right away I'm like, okay, this is a puff piece. Got it. I'm on the subway out loud saying, this is a puff piece. Everyone, just <laughs> so we all the way, know. You slow clap on the subway with your headphones in. Congrats, it. you did it. You booked the puffiest piece you could find. <laughs> People are moving away from me to the other subway cars. <laughs> um, and Howie is like. Tom, I know you. We have mutual friends. He keeps talking about someone named Kimmy. I don't know who that is. He's like, you're friends with Kimmy. You're friends with Jason. Like, we have mutual friends. You're an amazing guy. You got businesses. You you came to me and pitched your business. What was that? Makeup for men? And Tom, dead serious, not a hint of humor in his voice. He's like, yep. Yep, that was the line for cosmetics for men. It's going amazing. It's it's in Target and CVS is nationwide. It's basically makeup for men. Yeah, it's makeup for men. And then the daughter is like, well, why does it have to be makeup for men? Like, couldn't it be makeup just for people? And Howie goes, oh, okay, woke. She's woke. She's woke. Yes, and that then energy. Tom, Tom says, this is a real exchange that happened. Again, took years off my life. I could sue them. I could sue Howie Mandel does stuff podcast for the years taken off my life because of the cancer I'm going to get from this. But then Tom says, well, it's actually for men. It was designed to match the pH levels of men's skin. Thank you. Howie Mandel says, oh, oh, it's about the pH. My pH is bigger than your pH. Does the size of your pH really matter? And I'm well, like, I walk into a river. Sir? I, actually, I actually throw my phone away. I stop talking to all humans. I quit the industry. I go to Malibu and just leave my car, leave the keys in the car and walk yep. into the water. Walk into the water. That's all you can. All you can do is Virginia Woolf in this situation yeah. because it's really so it's so upsetting. So it becomes Tom talking about how hard everything was for him. He was in a relationship where they weren't having sex, which the one like, well, I guess there's two things that Howie and his daughter ever called Tom out on. One was saying like, yeah, a lot of relationships for after nine years end up this way where you're not really having sex. And there's a way to leave a relationship without cheating on your partner with one of their closest friends. The person there you're, is staying at their house, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing they stood up to him was what you mentioned, which is that Tom said Ariana has a weird thing about her where she doesn't like apologies as much as she likes action. And she says, if you, if you say sorry and then do the same thing again, your apology doesn't count. And they were like, well, that's true. <laughs> um, what? So he talks about how everything was so hard for him. And that he says, like, he tried to break up with Ariana. He tried to break up with her. They went to therapy. It was impossible to break up with her because when he tried to, he asked, like, what she would she would do if he broke up with her. And she said that she would quit the show and she would leave the, the state and, like, run away and never be seen again. And he was like, that's so unfair. Like, what? Oh, about yeah, I, I watched that clip where he was like, that is unfair. This is when he becomes like the schoolyard bully version of himself that I hate so much. I've seen so many times on the show where he's like, dude, you have to put it all out there. Like he's yeah. Lisa Rinna. He's like, you know, like Katie. I mean, yeah, Katie and Tom are getting a divorce. Like you have not been through personal trauma on this show as if like it's a rite of passage. Yeah. Like, and you're going to quit. Obviously, he's just worried about his own what that would mean for his own spot on the show. Yeah. But you're like, that's insane. I know he blames her for that. He blames her for them not having sex. And he says, I, I saw that he was like, she scared me. Like I was scared. He basically describes the whole affair as like he needed a respite and Raquel was there to listen. Oh, that by the way, that's what leads into the apology bit. He talks about how him and Raquel would talk until six in the morning. The first time that they stayed up talking till six in the morning was the night of guys night that's on the show. And He's like, and we just happened to end up talking with my friend Brett until six in the morning. Okay. Subtext is cocaine, obviously. <laughs> and first of all, and he's like, and then another night, a few nights later, they stayed up until the sun came up. And then that was the night they kissed for the first time. This was before Sheena's wedding, by the way. They kissed for the first time on his porch to his house where Ariana was sleeping inside. And then he talks about how I just felt like Ariana was annoyed at me all the time. She would get annoyed at me for stuff like, you know, if I said I was going to come home and I ended up coming home later than I said I would, and she would get upset. I'm like, 
And you just said that some of those times you were staying up till six in the morning with another girl and kissing her. Okay. So maybe she had a reason to be upset. And then he's like, but then when I apologized, she said like, I actually had to change my actions. Like it's insane. So that's the kind of stuff being said. And meanwhile, how we keep in this being- world, that is the kind of relationship arguments women are getting into fights about. Yes. And it's just so disturbing and I'm distraught, but Howie Mandel keeps interrupting being like, and, and by the way, I just don't get all the hoopla. Who cares? Who cares? You're an adult. She's an adult. This happened. Like, it's okay. And, you know, you're an upstanding guy and you have businesses and you're friends with Kimmy. It's like, who the fuck is Kimmy? Anyone who's friends with Howie Mandel and Tom Sandoval is not an upstanding person. Sorry, Kimmy. Kimmy, if you're upstanding and you want to prove that, show yourself. Like, yeah, I'm happy. on the pod. <laughs> I'm happy to have you on and hear, like, why you're normal. But it's just hard to believe when you hang out with men who have facial hair like these yeah. two, it's just really, it's really hard to understand. By the way, the seriousness with which Tom Sandoval talks about his life, it's like at least, at least, the re- I feel like the rest of the cast has a little bit of sense of humor about themselves. And it's like Sandoval takes himself so seriously. He's like, you know, when I was touring with Tom Sandoval and the most extras, you know, like, Ariana kissed me because she knew I couldn't push her away in front of fans. Like basically accusing her of like kissing him without consent. It's insane. You know what? You're right. Carolina said, I heard he lost his mind. And I was like, oh, I wish he lost his mind. He was more just being an asshole. But it's like, actually, the stuff he said was so bizarre to try to skew this into a thing where he's the victim. He said that he felt like because they didn't have sex for so long, he felt like a 17 year old boy Oh my and, God. Good night. It's like, yeah. You know who else felt that way? Bill Clinton. <laughs> he he was taken to a place of being a 17 year old boy. And I think he even said to Jacqueline, the, the host of the podcast, like basically debasing her for no reason. He's like, I mean, if you and I were to have sex, I, it would have been, it would have been to like Howie's daughter. Yes. To Howie's daughter. He's like, if, if we were to have had sex at that time, it would have been like a 17 year old boy. It would have been like my second time ever having sex. And then he's like, I mean, just to say, as an, as an example, it's like, ew, you're fucking ew, what's disgusting. What's wrong with you? You're 40 this, years old. And it's like, and you're Howie, talking, so this man's, Howie, her father's in the room. Howie, you want to, you want to pipe in or you want to just keep saying you can't believe all the hoopla? You want to say the word hoopla one more time, Howie? <laughs> Come on. So that's the way it was. And he says that, you know, he wanted Schwartz to be with Raquel because then they would all get to hang out more. And I don't know. That is so weird. I feel bad even for Raquel because it's like he's basically saying like, yeah, I kissed Raquel because it's like I hadn't felt that way in so long. It's like she's probably pissed because it makes it sound like she was just an escape. Ariana's pissed because it makes it sound like an escape was needed from her. It's awful. And then I feel bad for Raquel because what a sad life. What a sad person. I know. And now there's rumors that she made out with Brock, too. No, it's like Raquel. There's also apps. And I know you can get on Raya because I can get on there. And I know you can get on any of these things. Just go on the apps, find any people. I mean, this whole cast, this whole cast, they were so incestuous, which was honestly the beauty of the show. Why can't they find other people? That would literally Andy Cohen asked, like, does anyone hook up with any other like outside people? It was like when the Kristen Dowdy and Jack's thing was happening. It was like you couldn't go outside a little bit. I mean... That's so fun that you bring up the Brock thing, though, because people were replaying clips of Brock, like spinning Raquel around. And I did think that was and he said something like Raquel's on fire when she was going after Schwartz. And it was like, yeah, that is weird. Well, it's just also like I'm like Raquel is beautiful, but like it takes me back to 10 things I hate about you. What was this? What was the character's name? Patrick something. Oh, what, does she have beer flavored nipples or something? Yeah. What does she got beer flavored nipples? That's what it makes me think of because it's like, what is going on with Raquel that she's driving all these men crazy? That being said, all these men are way below her par. It's like I don't know. Just this whole thing is nuts. And I, I it is. I'm very excited for this next episode. I'm excited oh. for Katie and James Kennedy to be united in hatred against Tom Schwartz and Raquel. I can't believe the times. 
James Kennedy is both one of the worst humans to ever live and also someone I've had a crush on and also someone that I'm excited by when he's on the right, when he's not drinking, when his head is clear. I love him. Yes. He just is a funny person, too. That is the worst part. That is why he's so loathed is because even when he's being an awful person, he's being funny. It's like when someone is mean to you and it hurts more because they made it a funny, like they made it funny, which happened to me a lot as a kid. Some really talented people are mean to me. <laughs> what were they talented in? I think musicians. They're really cool, funny. Oh, it wasn't One Direction? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that all makes a lot of sense. Now I get it. So wait, now let me just say I forgot this one part. So Tom Sandoval, at the end of the interview, he says that he's doing a lot better now because he stopped drinking. And then he's like, you know, being sober these last four days. Yes. A lot has a lot has come to light for me. And I'm really seeing things differently now. It's just like, okay, so what day is today? It's Tuesday. (laughs) So since Friday, like it's uh, whatever. And I see how much that cast drinks. It's actually insane. They're also mean to tequila Katie. And I'm like, just because she can't hold it as well as like Sheena who drinks like she, if you watch Sheena, Sheena and she dr- Brittany drink like fish and it goes nowhere like they don't. Yeah. I mean, Brittany only got drunk when things were really real when her when she was cheated on by Jax. Other than that, she doesn't really get junk, drunk, but she chugs back drinks like. And then she has a husband who's addicted to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I think Sandoval was he was talking about how he had people who thought were his friends who are like using his pain for podcast fodder. <laughs> um, Jax Taylor. I know. I'm like, okay, so Jax, Brittany and Peter, there's no one else. I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe he thought he was friends with Kristen, but I don't, I, I don't know about so. that. I don't, I don't think anyone really liked him anymore. I think Ariana was sick of having to like defend him all the time, but well, we, one of the, we clips know, I, I wonder if you've seen it of what's going to be Wednesday's episode. Wednesday, Raquel, Thursday's- Raquel, Raquel, Raquel. When is Tom Sandoval going up to Raquel, going literally this voice, Raquel, Raquel. And Ariana goes, Tom, stop. You're being weird. Why do you keep saying Raquel's name? And in her voice, you can hear like, what's going on with you? Why are you being weird about her? Yep. And now we know the rest of the season, the affair has happened. The the affair has started since the Mondrian. So fucking strap in people strap in. We are going to take a quick commercial break and then we are going to talk an advice question from one of our listeners as well as talk a little bit more about the social experiment Love is Blind. Please stay tuned. I want true romance. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 
and welcome back to True Romance. We got a great DM from one of our listeners that I wanted to read because I thought it was really interesting and complicated. Okay. Hey there. There's a topic I'm interested in hearing your opinions on because I'm struggling with them currently in my relationship. My husband goes on porn every night. His TikTok and Insta algorithms are all thirst traps. He frequents OnlyFans and spends money on it, but he's never done anything physical. What is the fine line between the natural feeling of being attracted to other people and being unfaithful? Why do men get to go to strip clubs with the boys and do all these things? And we are expected in society that it's just part of life and boys will be boys. And the wife won't like this just becomes a joke. So we have to choke it down, even though it causes us anguish or we're jealous and insecure. Love you guys. And would love to hear your thoughts. Okay. Love you too. I have an opinion about this, which is a couple of things. One of which is when I'm thinking about this stuff, I try to, A, remember that everyone's sexual appetite is different. Like, my sexual appetite when I was in high school was, like, scary. There's that. We all have different sexual appetites. When anyone is doing something different, even though we're a partnership and they're doing something different or have a different feeling sexually or a different, like, appetite sexually, and we're not in sync that way, it can feel a little disconcerting. I also think that... Porn is something that's like very confused because there is such a stigma about porn and um, like who's watching porn. These are all I'm, I'm like giving your husband's argument right now. Like there's there's reasons why this is totally fine. Um, the thing that I would flag for myself is like what my sex life would look like if my partner is doing all this stuff. So am I being taken care of? Because, you know, like when you have an orgasm, when you're watching porn, you get all this oxytocin, all of the feelings you get from like physical intimacy, which is why people want to do it and why you want to do it like when you're lonely. And, you know, like I've read a Psychology Today article about how, you know, they some people believe that how much you want to do porn is an exact relation to how lonely, you, how much you want to do porn. <laughs> My God. Okay. We also just, I'm sorry. You admitting that you read a Psychology Today article about what, how your porn use is related to how long you are. I was doing are. research for <laughs> this podcast. Okay. Devon. <laughs> I was okay, actually so reading was... this article about how really lonely people, not me, but just people <laughs> okay, in general, no, might you know what? use a lot of porn. I, I regret doing research for this podcast. So I was going to say that I don't even believe that. Like, I have been in oh, happy okay. relationships where I know that the other person has been watching porn. I've watched porn while I was in a happy relationship. Not frequently, not every day. But I think it's, like, a good question. And not what aren't you doing or what are you doing wrong. That's certainly not it. It's more like, how do you feel sexually in this relationship? Do you feel like you're taken care of? Do you feel like your physical intimacy is still there? Because then I think that's something different. I think that is the problem. That I don't... I, I would flag that rather than like, oh my God, my husband's like obsessed with porn and like, like subscribes to OnlyFans. I have so many jealousy issues. And for whatever reason, porn doesn't bother me only because as someone who's watched porn, I don't want any of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I watch it, but I'm not like, oh my God, I wish that my boyfriend did X, Y, and Z. Like, no, I don't want to meet any of these people in real life. <laughs> I would die before I'd want to like do any of this. This is just like what my body wants to see. But I'm not, this is not what I'm longing for. She doesn't actually want her boyfriend to dress up like a Teletubby and hit her with a broomstick. <laughs> I don't want it to be. She doesn't want that. Listen, I watch furries. I don't want to be a furry. I'll watch them for hours every single night. I'll watch Mr. Wolfskin, but I don't want to date Mr. Wolfskin. I just want yeah, that exactly. arm's length. Exactly. So I don't think that answers a question necessarily, but I think it's just one of those things that what is really upsetting me about this? Is it upsetting me that like I feel embarrassed that he's doing this? Do I not want it in my house? You know, like I know people who don't want porn in their house, which is one of those things where you're like, yeah, you can ask for stuff like that, but the word is ask like you someone you is can't have... have porn not in your house too though because it's like it's oh, on your the phone internet. and your computer well that's true but i mean like it could be i don't want you going to porn instead of me when we're together at night mm. and if it's one of those things where it's like well i'm not in the mood then it could be like yeah like maybe that's like a night where you can like take care of yourself but if i am in the mood like come to me like i'm here and like that can be a chance for us to connect both people's needs have to be met. Both outside people's of needs that, have to be met. I think, yeah. 
I mean, I think, of course, I have grown a lot to understand, like, of course, all men are going to be attracted to, like, butt pics on Instagram. I do think it's funny when men that I know, like, like Emrata's photos. <laughs> it's so because weird. Because it's like, she's not going to. Remember gonna... Zach Braff would comment on all of them? Yeah, it's like, they're not going to. I mean, unless you're Zach Braff or you're someone famous, like, they're not going to notice that you liked the pic. But everybody who knows your girlfriend is going to notice and think it's right. Weird. <laughs> so it's like, who cares? It's also like the saddest thing in the world. You're like, what did you th- what? What's what's your thought process there? That being said, I have liked and commented on the Instagrams of some of the worst reality show characters. Of oh, I'm saying DM'd like, chef. please hold on. Please hold on one more day. Catherine Dennis, please hold on one more day. Christine from Sister Wives. So I'm pathetic, too. Well, yeah, it, it, you used to feel insecure about that, though. And now you're kind of like over it. My personal work with my horrendous jealousy issues is to understand that almost all of it is not personal to me. Yes, that is such an important thing to know that porn is not personal. Yeah, it's like your partner's desires are not personal to you. But the most important thing is that your needs are being met. So like your partner can find other people attractive and it has nothing to do with you. That's what I've had to learn. I've also, I would try to be the cool girlfriend once and like encourage my boyfriend at the time to go out at a strip club when he was working and he did. And I got furious after. And it was like, that's actually on me for not saying like, actually, I prefer if you didn't. Yeah, especially if you encouraged. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that is exact. And it, it was so my type of like behavior and relationships where I'd be like, no, don't worry about that. And then like, I was totally fine with him going. It was more that he like, stuck dollar bill on like the stripper's chest and i was like yeah Um, i don't love that but i was saying like i should have been clear i should have cared less what i thought i would look like and more about how i felt and how i was going to feel and so it's like you can care about how you feel in terms of if he's going to strip club with friends like that's kind of weird unless it's for like a bachelor party you can be like can we spend our time another way yeah. And it it's kind of just in laying boundaries, being okay with that person's reaction to it and with your own reaction to it if they don't agree upon them. Mm. Like, yeah. okay, they don't feel good about that. They don't want to do that. Like, and now I feel rejected and now I feel hurt because they're not agreeing with me on something that I'm asking for. And like, that is, you know, a problem. It doesn't have to be like a deal breaker or anything, but it's something to be worked out for sure. And it's a long conversation to have. But I mean, of course, we hate the idea of like men being like, the wife's not going to like this. I hate all of that. I hate that culture in general. That's that, like, that's that boomer male humor. That's it, what it's I was exactly talking about. the boomer male humor. That's, it's ex- that's did you buy those jeans like that is the yeah. same as the wife's not going to like this. The wife's not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be me at Carolina's bachelorette party the whole time. Uh, girls, the wife is not going to like this. Right. Um, all right. Well. Back to a more serious subject. Is love blind? Yeah. I'm sight so curious. Un- can, can people fall in love sight unseen? Mm-hmm. And just to touch base, not going to go in depth. Don't have time. Don't have space. Don't have mental capacity. But I'm going to say Chelsea is a danger to herself and to others. She forced her soon to be fiance, who I also don't trust. But she forced him to do a boudoir photo shoot for their engagement because she said she always dreamed of that. And they wore calvin klein underwear and like made out on a bed while a man took pictures of them and she was like this is just like something i've it's always giving shana she said she's always wanted like a, a husband to be able to do that with her which is like really odd she also like danced okay you know when girls dance slutty with like a certain serious look on their face oh, it's the it's worst like the scari- and the best. it's like the scariest thing you've ever seen and it's camille grammar you oh, know what yes, i mean it's yes, camille yes. grammar vibes it's like it's like the serious, earnest face while dancing really slutty. Is Where like, it's like, I it's know like I'm hot and I could very I, you know, draw a cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Exactly. So they do the joint bachelorette party and bachelor parties where they're like, we're all getting married tomorrow. So Chelsea's at the bachelorette party. Already something I'm not on board with. I'm never sharing that party with anyone. I know. She is dancing so slutty and like to the point where where like her dress is coming up but she's also staring at the camera like Love. dead on eager and she goes everybody just needs to be their self tonight like whatever makes you you just be that and be all out there just be you and i was like this is fucking terrifying meanwhile 
everyone else is just like sitting casually at cocktail tables and like the music is like is like low and she's like everybody just be you and just do your thing and just be yourself so that's like so upsetting so everyone's choosing their wedding dresses um i will say micah who is one of the least likable characters this season but i also kind of like like her in the fact that she's just like a basic bitch and like I don't know what how any of these people are Seattle people, by the way. None of them are like outdoorsy whatsoever. And a lot of them have like lip filler and stuff. I'm like, I never saw that in Seattle, but whatever. Anyway, so Micah, her dress is stunning. Everyone else, I'm like, where did these dresses come from? Like, can we just as a society like commit to better wedding dresses in general? Like maybe that's something we could work on, but I guess people have other things in mind. It's tax <laughs> season or whatever. The uh, the the presidential election. Me. Yeah, not for me. Um, Just kidding. It is. And I'm I'm going to be killed. Well, I don't even know how to do it. And that's going to be another time topic for when I'm being arrested. <laughs> that's for tax a, that's fraud. another time topic. <laughs> that's a topic for when I'm that's being arrested because the future, actually, I don't know how to do that. Um, So the outfits are horrible. Um, Oh, I forgot about. OK, so first of all, I'll say a positive. One of the best things ever and a negative. One of the worst things ever. Positive. Brett and Tiffany, beautiful couple, deeply in love. As my mom said, like, if these two don't marry each other, like we will all lose faith in humanity. It's like one of those things where you're like, God damn it. Like they better fucking say yes, because they seem so in love. He surprised her. So they all do like these little surprises. And a lot of them are just like, oh, I put like rose petals on the floor or something. Okay. Brett surprises Tiffany with candid photos, stunning photos he personally took of her just being herself, just smiling. And then that's he really sweet. Them. So she walks into a room and there's like three stunning photos of herself framed. They're all her. taped over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks into the room and he took pictures of her when she was out grocery shopping. And she didn't she, know that he was following her. <laughs> no, but it was really sweet. And she's like crying. And that's amazing. OK, so love them on one side. Okay, one more nice thing was that Zach, who I made fun of because he talked so much about how his mom was a stripper. <laughs> he met Bliss's family, his new fiance, and Bliss's mom is like the sweetest, kindest, most amazing woman who's ever like she's like crying tears of joy because she's like, I trust Bliss and whatever decision Bliss makes, like I'll be there and I'll celebrate her. And Zach tells his story about he's like, my mom was a stripper and like now she's dead. And he's like, so I don't have a mom. <laughs> That's and, a short story. <laughs> and Bliss's mom says, I'll be your mom. If you marry my daughter, I'll be your mom. Okay. So chills currently. I don't tears know. Tears building up. Okay. If someone says, I'll be your mom, like. I would be like, I have, I'm good. <laughs> I'm walking down the street. The first crazy person who's like, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be your, mom. your mom. I'm like, I'm getting in your van. Where are we? Are we going to Stu Leonard's? Chills. Chills. Take me to Stu Leonard's, mom. Okay. So. <laughs> um that is sweet the worst thing to ever happen is you have marshall who is perfect in every way he's so sweet he's really good looking love him he's starting to get ready for his fitting to choose his suit for his wedding day who even cares about the suit just skip that part but brett gets a text from tiffany that jackie marshall's fiance has not shown up to her bridal fitting and by the way jackie has already accused marshall of not being man enough for her and started random fights with him for no reason so turns out jackie is secretly on a date with this other guy that she was also seeing in the pods and she leaves marshall he comes and confronts her and he's like wait so you like didn't show up to your bridal thing and she's like yeah i was like on a date with i think it was josh is his name she's like yeah i was on a date with josh what like and he's like, wait, what? Are you kidding? And she's like, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't love you. Like basically acting like oh, and she's like, God. you keep making me want to explain it. Like, I can't explain it. I'm sorry. I don't have to explain it. Like, it's I just don't Sandoval. want to be with you. It's giving it's she needs to get on Howie Mandel does stuff. So that's upsetting. We shouldn't and keep giving a free advertisement to Howie Mandel's podcast. Please do not leave ours to go to that Please do Weirdo. not. Also, please do not like tag anything. I did say his daughter is violent, and I I don't mean that. And <laughs> well, I did, we said she was silent, which is which is violent. Violent. <laughs> Listen, love is not blind. Howie Mandel is not doing stuff, and <laughs> Tom Sandoval is the most extra. And, and yeah, I bought my jeans like this. Yeah, I bought my jeans like this. Why don't you buy a shirt to cover your stomach? Oh. 
Who's that for? I'm just talking to like an older man. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, what else? That's all I have to say. I think I've said a lot. I've said and done a lot of important things on this podcast today. Yeah, we've really covered major events. More like Devin and Carolina does stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was the name of our podcast? No, I want that. <laughs> you changed the podcast title without me knowing about it. Okay, we'll catch us next time on Carolina and Devin does stuff. Oh, notice how notice how I say Devin and Carolina does stuff because it rolls off the tongue better and she changes it to Carolina and Devin does stuff. It all comes down to credit. At the end of the day, I'm all about credits. Okay, take it. Take it okay. then. It's yours. Okay. <laughs> it's yours. I want to stop talking about um, Sandoval, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I want to brace our listeners that we will try to incorporate more things that are going on with our lives. I just purchased in my life. I will let you know. I, I purchased a couch specifically so people can come over to watch Vanderpump Rules. That's why I bought it. <laughs> Because I want people to come watch Vanderpump Rules with me. I bought food to sustain myself so I could stay awake during <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. I drink water <laughs> so I can talk. So I can make saliva to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God. It's, it's a gift. It's a gift. I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.